Welcome to Leftovers from Living Proof, the podcast for stuff that didn't fit into the service. We hope to share some information that'll make you think and maybe even make you laugh. This was mine, again. (laughs) And who is this? Travis. So where is the Garden of Eden? Somewhere in Missouri, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Deep south of Missouri. I think it'd be cool to go there if we knew where it was at. So there actually is people that have looked up to where the Garden of Eden is. Have they went there? Yeah. Where is it? Well, I I, I don't know off the top of my head. We didn't do any research, but I'll tell you this. Because we didn't do any research. When have we done any research for any topic? If you read in the Bible, it talks about the rivers that flowed into the Garden of Eden. Uh huh. The four rivers. So in Genesis two ten through fourteen, actually they flowed out of. They did. Yeah, you were correct. They, flew flew they started in Eden. Right. Yeah. Go ahead, Paul. Sorry. Uh, it says the name of the first is the. I'm going to guess at that one, Pishon, and it is the one that flowed around the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold, and the gold is there is of that land is good. Bedelium and Onyx. Stoner there. The name of the second river is Gihon. It is the one that flowed around the whole land of Cush. The name of the third river is Tigris, and that flows east of Assyria. And the fourth river is the Euphrates. So I've I, heard of two of those. Yeah, two of them. And two of them are located in the Middle East. The two that are there, they went back and said, after the flood, everything's changed. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, who knows really where it's at? So no one knows. It's It's got to be where the... Rivers meet up. It's got to be close there. It's not like Canada or South America, if you were wondering. Is, is it possible there was a huge mountain in the Garden of Eden? I mean, no, I, I don't know about no. you, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, the Garden of Eden was, was more like a, a national park than it was our backyard yes. garden. It's not like a quarter acre. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a bigger, big, it's a it's Yosemite, that. like it's big. So you guys yeah, think yeah, it was yeah. a huge garden? Uh, like and, every every animal was in it, and so and so maybe there were glaciers there, and we no longer have those glaciers because we've warmed the uh, planet up so much that we we don't we only have two rivers now. So globing warming isn't real. <laughs> Number one, <laughs> talk about rabbit trails yeah. here. Now we're talking about global Uh-oh. warming. No, so in in the garden. It, it specifically states where what Adam did there. He named all the animals, so you know mm-hmm. it was big enough for that. You know it had all these rivers flowing out. So, like, you want to talk about money and business ventures. There's uh, actually a lot of Christian authors that have used this scripture to talk about how you should have multiple incomes coming in because of how the design of Garden of Eden was and how you should have multiple things going out of it. So, the Dead Sea... Has no exits of water out of it. Right, just goes in there and stops. It goes in there and stops. That's why it's called the Dead Sea. The Sea of Galilee has like multiple exits of it. So they're saying that there should be multiple ways of income and multiple um, ways that you're giving out of that income. And so a lot of Christian businessmen, a lot of Christian authors, have wrote about that God says you know He's the the bread of life, He's the water of life, He's He's everything you'll ever need. That he, the Garden of Eden was set up to have everything you needed, plus it had ways for um, helping the world around it by giving out of the Garden of Eden. Like everything was supposed to centrally come out of the Garden of Eden. 
it had multiple streams out of it. Yes. Of income. Mm-hmm. So and outgo. outcome. They they are making a claim. Their assumption. 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 Yeah. That you should have multiple incomes because the Garden even Eden had multiple rivers. Right. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my entire life. So they're, what they're saying is, is if one river dries up, that's okay. You've got three others that are doing well. I would say that shows make sure to have multiple water sources in your home more than it does multiple <laughs> incomes. How would you do that? Because water is more important than we money. We just found out what Travis does for a living. You would drill a well, right? Dead and away. if you're interested, 294. <laughs> <laughs> No, so that it's it's a it's a it is actually something cool to think about and research and study. Um, my my dad's actually uh, really big into having multiple things happening in your life instead of one that could go bad <clears throat> early on. In like when I was in high school, he would he would set us down and tell us, you know, like work hard at no matter what you're doing. If but when God opens another door, don't don't like just say, well, I'm already doing something over here. Like take that door and run with it and have multiple and. I'll, I'll just tell you for our family, it's always been something that we've used as like, I don't know if that's really how God intended it, but for us, it's it's worked that have multiple incomes, um, have multiple things that you're giving out of that too, because God's going to honor and bless those things based on that you're willing to, to work them. I agree with you there. Yeah. I mean, I agree with the whole multiple. I mean, I've been doing that my whole life. I agree mm-hmm. with that. I'm just, I don't think this... Tells us we should do that. That's all I'm saying. It's it's, it's a fair assumption. <laughs> so, obviously, there's probably people that have spent their life studying where the Garden of Eden is, right? So, like, what is... Is the Middle East where the rivers meet where most people assume it is? Just because Scholars of the... Scholars and... The Euphrates and Tigris are there. Yeah, yeah I mean... So. But they say the same thing about, you know, when Moses landed. That's where, I think, in the Bible it says Moses landed in the Middle East. They knew of Euphrates and the Tigris, and so when they came off... Moses landed? Not Moses. Uh, yeah. uh, Noah. No. Oh, yeah, the guy Noah. with the boat. Yeah, the boat. Have they found that boat? That's the next topic. That, that oh, is it is? Can you please... <laughs> Sorry, just... I can't see the screen. <laughs> I don't get a screen over here. Everyone else has a screen. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Wow. I'll just be quiet. But when Noah and his descendants landed, that, that because of that, they, they knew of the Euphrates and the Tigris, and so they went ahead and named two rivers in that location those names. That was one of the one of the ideas how they got oh. their names. Like you can go to Australia, and the same rivers in Australia are named up in Europe because people move from Europe down to Australia. And you can go to Japan, and they're called something completely different because they don't speak the same language. That's, that's probably true. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I made that. I up. just picture I'm... that somewhere there is a cave, and in that cave leads to a Garden of Eden. Where everything is how it was, still there. Oh, you think still it's still there? Same tree, like possible snake. That's what I'm saying. It'd be cool to find it. That's all I'm getting at. That's all I'm saying. That's probably story. that's probably where Bigfoot is. Okay, they're all in. probably. <laughs> you know, Travis, have you ever seen the movie American Treasure? Yes, I have. That's a great movie. That's what I'm getting at. Something kind of like that. Are must, we going to talk about reading a map through a water bottle? Must. Be. <laughs> <laughs> and you can only. See it if you rub it with lemon juice and right. eat it up. Exactly. I think we just wrote a movie. I think it's already been. I think wrote. we've all. I think we've all seen the okay. movie a few all right, times. All right, whatever. I'd kind of like to move on to that next topic since uh, since TJ brought it up. Okay. You know, has, that's has fine. Let's Sorry, do, I, I mean, let's ahead. let's do whatever you want to do, Rob. Sorry. Wow. And we're moving. 
So, so has the ark been found? I can remember when when I was young, there was a big deal about the ark being found, and there were movies about it, um, and there were documentaries about finding the. What year was that? Right? What year? That was, that was a long time ago. I'd I say remember. a long time ago. Probably before s- most of you were born. Wasn't it like on top of a hill? If you click that link, it'll take you to like five different locations. Oh, this one there's here. five different ones. Yeah. So I heard at one time they've seen it on like a glacier or something. They couldn't get yeah. to it, but they could take pictures of it. And then I seen another another thing where they actually could get to it, and they studied it in a different location. And then I've heard some country knows where it's at, and they won't. It's military protected, and won't lay anybody there. Because yeah. I've done some research on the do, matter. Do they think it's it's on okay. land? I mean, all the places they mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. say they think they found it. This isn't like the you know a mile under the sea. No. So so TJ, you have to understand. Okay. When the water was going down, <laughs> the boat the the boat would have stopped on higher elevations. Why? Because yeah, that why was exactly because that happened. Because that was the first place for land. To pop out what, water's going down. Higher elevations are going to. Where'd get the water go? Dry land first. Where'd the water go? It evaporated into. No one knows. Okay. Garden See, of I, Eden, I, possibly. If, <laughs> to, to be completely serious, so I've kind of wondered this, right? So the whole Earth is flooded. Yeah. Where, honestly, like, what is the theory of where the water went? Why are you looking at me? Because no, I, I don't. Right? Like, was there just like. No glaciers. Like God pulled a big so now, plug somewhere. Now, well, you know, everyone's scared of global warming. Like glaciers melt, land starts to disappear. So if every glacier on the planet froze, would the whole Earth be covered in water? I don't think so, right? If it froze, no. Sorry, if every glacier melted, would it? It wouldn't cover all the land. There's not that much. There's not that many glaciers. Antarctica, I have no idea. Antarctica is purely ice, so. <laughs> Or one of the I, one of I, the things are. I'm pretty I, sure God gave us a rainbow to tell us that would never happen again. Yeah, yeah. The, so I the think ra- at the end of the day, the rainbow. The Bible says the rainbow is a promise that nothing. It, he'll yeah. never flood it again, right? Yeah. We don't have to worry about it co- ever completely flooding again. But the reason I've always heard that it, it, the boat ended up on land, and probably Travis is correct on higher ground, is that the animals had to come off, and he like so if if it would end up in water and it was still in water. Everybody had to get off there, and everybody had to get off there safely. And so he like saw some some earth start to come out of you know the water is going yeah. down. And so he gets he, the boat. He over would go to there. The, yeah. yeah. So he was just floating around. He didn't have sails and a paddle. <laughs> you don't understand that, right? He was just floating around randomly and just hit land. Well, you have to assume that God probably had something to do with getting. The, well, yeah, getting I know the, he was. God was pushing the direction of the boat. I mean, I realize that. I visited the Ark Encounter this last year. Okay. Um, it's just a replica of Noah's Ark that they built in Kentucky. Okay. Like full to what they think is scale. Oh, it is the okay. scale based okay. on the biblical measurements. Nice. It's It's Perfect. huge. It's huge. It's amazing. Um, it, it was a lot of fun. My kids liked it. They think that, and I don't know if I 100% agree with this. So like, you know how you have like all these different breeds of dogs? Yes. Right? So they think like the dog came from... This dinosaur-looking animal and evolved into all these dogs over times of breeding mm-hmm. and different things happen. So, like a lot of the animals that we see were confined to like this one type of animal that over time breeding has caused it to yeah, like the the horse and the zebra and yeah. probably a bunch of other animals. The donkey were all related. You don't and agree so, with that? No, I, I I do agree, but there's certain animals that they had out. I don't know how that came from they that. said like a hummingbird came from an alligator <laughs> yeah like like i don't i don't remember all the, i don't remember all the animals and what came of what but 
the replica is cool and they have stories for each one and they have stories for like um the different people that were living on the boat and how they probably kept food they even showed um which they made some um guesses on like how they probably watered certain animals and how things came to be but it was very interesting yeah you know obviously a lot of it comes down to faith like everything that we talk about but then again like when you're like when you're a person that wants to understand things you're like all right hold on so how big was the boat like you know so you're you're trying to like gather all that and then you know like if they find these dinosaur bones you're like man that's a big dinosaur like was that on that boat you know so it's kind of it just and it is interesting like those are where like people that are probably a lot smarter than us have done years i mean of their life research towards like this is how it was done or this or they're out to try to prove it i will tell you this most people that have went out to try to prove the bible wrong have ended up becoming believers in the long run like there's multiple movies out and stories about guys that set out like hey you know this didn't happen there's no way this happened and then by the time they get into doing their research like years into it all of a sudden they're like we we believe in mm-hmm. in this like this is crazy it it does it comes down to faith and it comes down to like what is god telling you um i can tell you the most real i've ever felt jesus is like when i, I was in a when i was a teenager uh almost out of the teenage years i went to colorado with a bunch of teenagers on a youth trip and there was like 5000 teenagers in a room all worshiping and like they were like sold out worshiping god and like God was moving in that room, and like that was the first. I think I'd always believed in God from a little kid, mm-hmm. um, but that was the first time like where like there was no denying that God was moving in that room. Like there was a mute girl that her parents had dropped her off with the youth group and drove her out there. She had not spoken since she was like Paul. Do you remember the age? This happened I, I like yeah, this was just about two or three. This years is like ago. two or three years ago. Yeah. Like she and kids prayed for her they, like multiple kids had prayed for her, and by the time she was done, she was singing. Correct. Yeah. Like yes. she had not spoken yeah. since she was like a little girl. People talk about the miracles in the Bible, you know, that happen. Like they're still happening today. Yeah. It's just that people like these same exact stories that we all read about that are like, oh, you know, he put his hand on the guy and he got off the mat and walked. You know, like. It's it's happening all around us. Like the person with leukemia that was supposed to live two weeks and still alive, like thirty years later. Like there's these things that are they're happening every day. So is it not a miracle? Um, so we read about the story of like Jesus and the asleep in the boat and the waves are like going crazy about to, to you know the, all the disciples out there about to die. We just had a tornado up in Linwood about and go through Lawrence and Linwood. Is it not a miracle that that? tornado wasn't four miles farther east right into downtown kansas city absolutely yeah like i know it did damage but like no one was hurt in that tornado no like if not, not hit, killed i mean there was there was injuries but no one was killed yeah. like in that yeah that would have hit uh, uh, a major metropolitan area like you know was, they, they kept talking about it coming into the kansas speedway and legends yeah and they're like what this is gonna do i mean they were like it was like terrifying and it lifted it lifted up yeah. right before like and like we but we they don't give credit to God in those moments. Never. But if that was biblical times, like and that tornado was coming across like all their mud huts and all their homes that would have completely killed majority of the town, that would have made the Bible. Like stories yeah. like that would have made the Bible where we've been like and then God lifted the storm right before it hit the town. And like but we don't give credit to God in those moments. You know, some of us do, but like I give God glory in that that 
okay, this major storm hit, and he's given us the technology to see that a storm's coming. The news is telling you to take cover, um, and no one was killed in a major tornado like that that went through some smaller towns, but it could have been four miles, five miles to the east, and would have been in the, one of the most populated areas in the Midwest. It's your viewpoint. It's a miracle. Yeah. It is a miracle. It's, it's like no doubt about it, right? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's awesome. It's awesome. We got to give God credit in those moments. So, you want to go on to the next topic, Rob? You want to read that? Sure, I'd love to. Okay, good. I, it sounded like sarcastic, but well, it sounded like you were asking me sarcastically. Okay, sorry. So it, 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 it's asking here again, back to the Garden of Eden. Uh, what would life have been like if we hadn't eaten the forbidden fruit? I did not eat the forbidden fruit. Yeah. So I know it says we. Yeah. But. You can take me out of there. I, I think we meaning humankind. Okay. I just don't feel like I should get all the blame. Okay. <laughs> I've literally never thought about this subject till right now, so I don't have oh. a lot to weigh in on. Paul, what do you think? So, I mean, it's, the forbidden fruit uh, let us know about good and evil, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So would we have needed a Savior at that time? Probably not. So, I mean, what would life have been like? Would that something we would want to live? You are so wise. <laughs> he's like, really, he's I feel like, like he, he like doesn't talk much when he does. It's like so wise. It's value, <laughs> it's value bomb. I mean, he's coming in. Wow, it's a good. I mean, that's he's he's right. Our Savior created us mm-hmm. without without sin. The world was supposed to be perfect, and so the whole point of us being created was that God wanted wanted to hang out with us. Like God wanted companionship. He wanted people to worship him he wanted people to hang out with to live you know to be with and so he created this like perfect garden of eden and then created us and then he just said there's just one thing don't don't eat from the fruit and we did it anyway and so then there here comes good and evil like paul said and it it is what created the the downfall of when we needed god to step in for us we needed a savior or we were going to be destroyed. But but it wasn't about eating the fruit. Kicker there, because uh, the fruit was eaten, there was now knowledge of good and evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they were naked before. And they seen their nakedness. they seen their nakedness, which is, I mean, I good when I see it, you know. But when you see my nakedness, it's Not good. yours. Oh, Jeez. my bad. <laughs> but God knows everything, right? Right. So he knew they were going to eat the forbidden fruit. Like he set it up like, hey, don't eat from this. I know you're going to. And this world is going to come crashing down. Like he knew it was going to happen, wow. right? Just saying. Well, I mean, See, I, I can't get into this argument because I don't know. And I'm just going to say, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, That's tough. Yeah, it's, it's, tough. it's, it's really tough. Because, you know, we all think that God knows everything. Yeah. So he knows, he knew that they were going to do that. I would agree with Travis. So why, I mean... I mean, I guess, why would he put that in there? Why would he put that tree in there knowing they're going to do it unless he wanted them to do it? And then tell them not to. Yeah. Okay. Just like telling a kid, hey, I got candy or cookies sitting right here. Don't touch them. Right. You know they're going to. (laughs) No, you don't. Well, I'm assuming. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like, so, like, God doesn't set us up and say, man, I I know they're going to fail. Like, you know. I'm not saying he set us up for failure. Yeah. He he knew the direction this was going. He knew what was going to need to take place. Um, he knew that Jesus was going to have to come along. He knew, I, I think he knew that all from the very beginning. 
But we all still make decisions every day. I, so any of us could have, instead of coming and recording this tonight, could have somewhere, could have went somewhere, made the decision like, I'm not doing that. I'm going to go do something stupid to hurt myself instead. And that decision, like, you know, would have been on us that we decided to go do that. And I still think, I think God gives us free will. And that's where you're missing the mark of, like, well, God knows that you're going to do that. No, like, God knows that he gave you free will. He, he, doesn't, he didn't want people worshiping that. Our puppets, you know, like, you're, it's, it's nicer when your kids um, go up and tell someone bye without you saying, hey, go tell them goodbye. It's more genuine when they automatically go up and say, hey, bye, instead of you forcing them to do it. That's exactly how God wants to be loved and worshiped. He doesn't want us to have to force us to say, man, I, I love you, God. He wants us to naturally just say it out of our own free will. I love God. No, I agree with and that. And so that's so he knows what's going to happen, but he's also gave us free will to say I'm going to let them make the choices and I'm going to I'm I'm going to be with them every step of the way and go through that with them. So let's go back to that question. So let's say Eve made that choice, did not take a bite of that fruit. What would life been like? Yeah. 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 Nah. It's been perfect. Imagine no pain, no guilt. No pride, no jealousy, no envy. You wouldn't have to wear clothes. No, <laughs> thank you. Nobody, for that. nobody thank would you. have five thousand dollars tennis. No, no one would have five thousand dollars. No, it wouldn't even be a thing, right? Yeah, that's what I'm, like there. It would be heaven on earth. Yeah, because that's what it was designed. That's why when I, I tell people from the pulpit all the time, don't carry around sin because you were never created to do that anyway. <clears throat> like the more you carry around, the more you're telling God, like, hey, you messed up when you created me. Because he created you for perfection. Like he created you. Um, that's where Rob gets his body. I mean, that's as close as you can come. Uh, I have the body of a god. Yeah. <laughs> Buddha. So, <laughs> <laughs> Buddha god. <laughs> so like, like it, it was designed for perfection. Our minds were not designed to, to be prideful of what our neighbors have. or to. And so God, when God created it, it would have been heaven on earth. That's If that's your question what would have been like it would have been heaven on earth um i guess that's the answer yeah (laughs) it's did okay so then are we saying that god created christ only because we ate the apple no it's not an apple it's fruit the fruit i'm sorry ate the fruit what was it though we don't know it just says fruit in the bible Hmm. wonder if it was good could have been a (laughs) tomato yeah um, fruit's not tomato tomatoes are fruit I hope they didn't do this over an avocado. I'll be so upset. I don't even like avocado. I don't either. Man. That's what I'm saying. I don't well, get it. If you if you think uh, if if that was heaven, you know, fruit may have been something completely different, like a dilly bar. <laughs> <Yeah. You know? laughs> fruit may have been a Snickers, something really good. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. Yeah. You know, a fr- tree full of nutty cones. Oh yeah, <laughs> just picking them off. I mean, that'd be hard to say no to. Yeah. It, oh, it'd be tempting. If I come across any of those nutty cone trees, I'll let you know. Right. If we get the willpower to get rid of that thing, it'd be awesome. Travis but, beat me up at church camp. He what? beat you up at church camp? Pretty much. I mean, I don't remember what got us started. Do you, do but... you guys see a common theme with all these church problems? Yeah. Oh, and TJ. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> what, did you get kicked out of church camp? No. Because you we got were, beat we up? Were in the, we were in the like cabin or whatever. 
And I'm pretty fast. <laughs> ever since then, I haven't been the same. You know, what, like we, none of us could tell. What I, church camp did you guys go why to? Did, why did you do that? Do you remember? I don't remember why. You we, said something about my mom. I highly doubt <laughs> it. <laughs> no, what, no, what church camp was that? Bowen, no. Bo, we we stayed in Wichita. Yeah. Oh, yeah, is that what it was? Yeah, that's where we all. Is that still around? It had oh, the, yeah, it had oh, the blob. Yeah, yeah uh huh. Yeah. yeah, Weed State Camp and they probably all have. I remember blobs. that being a fun. lot of them have blobs, but it's it's a great camp. Is it? Yeah, they're still mo- they're still going. It's it's a bunch of kids go from like Oswami go to Weed State. Does still. Uh, Jared still give out mayonnaise instead of vanilla pudding? <laughs> that was funny though. Yeah, no, yeah Jared, it. Jared is now a pastor over in Ottawa. Okay, well we'll come visit him someday. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still. He, he Every asked, once in a while, I will get a random mayonnaise test, taste in my mouth that makes me want to throw up. Maybe all because oh. of him. He asked, Travis loved the vanilla pudding. I love camp. vanilla he pudding. Lo- I still loves, do. He loves vanilla pudding. So Jared, our camp counselor at the time, loads up mayonnaise and wipes it around. Like He's like, tra- oh, yeah, this Travis is vanilla pudding. Travis takes this big scoop. He's like, oh, I love vanilla pudding. And like shoves it in his mouth. Pure and, like, mayonnaise. He, just, he spewed it out everywhere. It was bad. It was disgusting. That's mean. <laughs> Yeah, it was awesome. It was a good time. I hit a guy accidentally. He was standing behind me. We were putt putt golfing, and I like swung it and straight just like hit him right in his forehead. He had to leave me stitches and everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're not in the room to judge each other no. over this. Stuff. We didn't come here for that. Yeah, I wasn't the most athletic kid. I was. Just I asking. know that surprises you because as an adult, I was just. I asking. mean, I've really come out of my own, but really? as a kid, <laughs> I struggled. I was I was this fat as a twelve year old. I haven't I haven't gained weight. So. You're not fat. You're big boned. Right. Please feel free to email us or contact us about topics that maybe you want to hear more about. Some of the things that you'll probably email to us, we will not run with because we'll probably just completely ignore them. Uh, but anyways, what Bo meant to say was, please email us at lpleftovers <laughs> at gmail dot com. Again, that's lpleftovers at gmail dot com. That is so true. That's exactly what I meant to say. But thank you guys for joining us. Appreciate it very much. Join us next time. Subscribe. Get your friends to subscribe to our podcast. And then maybe in all seriousness, one day we really will have a sponsor and we won't have to joke about it. Wait a minute. We're not getting paid for this? I quit my job to do this. (laughs) And we appreciate that. We do appreciate you taking the time to listen to Leftovers, the living proof podcast for the stuff that didn't fit into our service. We hope you had some fun. We made you laugh, but mostly I hope we made you think. <laughs>